Now, I just want to kind of quickly say there's nothing wrong with a one-time sale. There's nothing wrong with the whole product launch formula, which is huge online. But mm-hmm. things like product launches, personally, personally, I kind of see as, as more of a, um, a bonus, if you like, rather than a business. You hear all the bull about marketing every day. Make your money in your sleep. My new offer is crushing it. My guru could beat up your guru. It's time to go right to the source and get the truth about marketing. With your host, the founder of CopyChief.com, Kevin Rogers. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Truth About Marketing. It's Kevin Rogers here with another great episode where we're going to go deep with a true marketing expert and find out the things they do and essentially the one big thing they did that moved the needle on their business in ways they just couldn't have anticipated. And today is uh, extra special for me because this is a man that I admired uh, before I met him, he's a, a huge personality on on Facebook and some other social media channels. Just because he uh, appears to be, when you see this guy in video and the way he he posts and carries himself, you'd say to yourself, "That has to be the nicest man alive." Uh, and I'm sorry to tell you, after knowing him for years now intimately, that that is true. <laughs> and that's like, really disappointing because nobody should be actually that nice. Usually like there's some kind of mask that comes off and you go, okay, he's human, but not with this guy. The sad truth is that Chris Farrell may possibly be the nicest person walking the earth. And uh, now that I've made him completely uncomfortable <laughs> and there's many other things to admire about this man. And we'll get into some of his, uh, his deep marketing prowess here as we go. But Chris, Thanks for doing this for me, buddy, and, and welcome to the show. And yeah, I've just, just got to do a podcast now with some Kevin Rogers idiot, so I'll just be two minutes, so then I'll... Uh... Sorry, Kevin. Hey, Chris, we're live. Yeah, we're on. Oh, now. man. <laughs> do you know, can I just quickly say, um, firstly, those words are super kind, but it's interesting you said uh, this is a man that... Your, your, your words were, this is a man I admired before I met him. Yeah. Implying that... And then I met him... <laughs> And it kind of, you know, all dis- dispersed rapidly. <laughs> no, it is, it is only increased. And I can honestly say that of a handful of people in my life where you go, come on, they can't be that great. And then well, you meet them and you only find more and more reasons to admire them. So, Well, firstly, thank you. You know, I, I've, I think uh, receiving a compliment is quite, um, is quite an important skill to have in life. So I, I receive that and thank you. But without wanting to just turn this into a gush fest immediately, let me quickly say one thing that I love about you, and I'm sure many listeners of The Truth About Marketing will, will know this firsthand from themselves, is I love, uh, firstly, I love two things. Firstly, I love how you are knowledgeable about your subject matter. And in anything I've seen you ever do, whether it be blog posts or podcasts or writing or articles or interviews, anything that you've um, done online, you, you are knowledgeable about your subject matter. But I think the rare skill that you have is that you lace everything with, uh, with comedic undertones. And you've got that side of that irreverence to your, uh, to your, your subject matter and your content. Mm. And I love that. I think that's where marketing should go. Yeah, that, uh, that kind of that kind of that real, you know, quirks and all, uh, allowing people, as you say, KLTs to know, like, and trust you. Yeah. So, uh, so essentially, I'm I'm reflecting back the compliment to well, you. Thank you, sir. That that shows how uncomfortable you were with with receiving it. Yeah, it and, does. Uh... And well, <laughs> well, 
<laughs> no, you know, look, uh, you and I, we joke, and, and uh, I agree, I don't want this to be a gush fest because that can be really annoying to listen to, but yeah. you introduced me to a tool called uh, Voxer. And if, yes. if the listeners don't know about this, it, it, it's one of the heavy rotation apps that I use. And it's just another way to communicate, basically turns your phone into a walkie-talkie and allows you to... Um, you know, it's like a safe zone on casual conversation because you uh, know that you're not going to get tied up on a phone call or anything, but you can still sort of share things that are, that are happening. And, and, and so you and I are constantly voxing, cracking each other up, sharing, and sometimes, you know, deep stuff. Uh, yeah. And what's great about it is the, the little rules we've created for Vox. Like we have this thing where they shouldn't be over a minute long, but, but we'll leave like eight of them in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's so true. And if anyone's anyone listening now has not got Voxer on your on your Android or your or your iPhone, it, as you say, it, I think it's just the, one of the best um, one of the best apps. Isn't it interesting though? What does it say about society? I remember Seinfeld doing a routine about the fact he goes, "Don't you hate it when you call somebody and they pick up and you want the you want the answer phone?" And <laughs> right. it's kind it's kind of a bit like that. It allows you to essentially, as you say, you know, have a conversation with somebody without having to go through the "Hi, how are you?" Not that I let me clarify mind speaking to you sure right there are of course there's always times we just want to check in say hi bad at being getting quick fast as that's what she said and uh (laughs) you know just leave a quick message four minutes and 50 seconds you got that's what she said in i I didn't want to let you down fantastic all right chris so um let me just give some context for if, if somehow somebody doesn't know who you are how could that be um chris farrell membership is your flagship site. Uh, that is where you teach people, you know, how to start essentially from, from zero, from nothing and create a, a, a business online. Uh, you know, create, yes. create an offer. You, you've got uh, tons of, of great, really uh, straight to the point videos and all kinds of templates and tools in there. So if somebody is sitting there going, you know, I hear all this talk about people making money online. I, I'm skeptical whether to, it's even real or certainly how I could do it. What, what in the world would I even sell? Uh, if somebody comes yep. to me that raw to this to our world that we exist in every day, I say Chris Farrell membership is the absolute place to go to quick start your knowledge and actually make it happen for yourself. Is that what you say, that whole sentence? Uh, it's usually actually a little longer. Wow, yeah, than that. that's what she said. <laughs> Sorry, I will stop. I, you just fed you fed me that line. You fed me that line. Too that easy. Line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that is your world, and uh, but you know, Chris, I know you and I talk a lot about trying to optimize our lives, right? And I know that sounds like a little bit oh, you know, first world problem ish, but yeah. as entrepreneurs, it's something that we have to really focus on. Uh, because it's not easy to run your own business every day because, you know, for one thing, your boss can be a, a jerk. I know mine is all the time. And it, then, you know, sometimes the employees get lazy. <laughs> so there's a lot of tension. And uh, so you've got to be disciplined. And you and I talk a lot about daily rituals. And in fact, you and I held, we had a, a two-person accountability group for about a year. That's great. I know that was super helpful for both of us. Um, so I'd love to hear, you know, what, what is a day in the life of, of Chris Farrell running this, this empire that you've created? 
Okay. Well, um, can I just quickly uh, kind of preframe all this by saying yeah. that, um, you know, if you listen to this Truth About Marketing podcast right now and you, you're feeling as if everybody else sort of gets it apart from you, that's absolutely not the case. Oops, my apologies, got to turn my phone off. There's, there's nothing more common than, than a lot of people in this business, uh, most people in this business, there's still elements that people are struggling with that they're not too sure about. So please don't feel as if everybody else gets it and you're kind of left behind. That's absolutely not the case at all. Uh, one thing that I, I think is important is to have structure to our day. And one thing that I've personally found for myself that has really just helped me um, execute and deploy um, things a lot more simpler in a day is having a good start to my day. And I'm really big on having simple habits that I commit to. So um, this is my ideal morning. This is what I will, tr- I will do. Now, I won't do this every day because I don't want to say it sounds as if I'm like the guy that does this 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. I would say I do this five days out of seven. Okay. So um, I'll wake up and the very, very first thing I do is, um, is I take a brain supplement called Oceans Alive. And I think you and I have spoken about this, Kevin. Sure, Ian Clark, yeah, from yeah. Activation Products. That's yeah. it. Ian's a friend of ours who um, I just got to know after taking this supplement. So this is just a, it's a super nutrient that uh, provides the body and brain with a slow increase in residual energy throughout the day. So that's, that's the very first thing I do. I then, now this is kind of a bit geeky, I then stretch for five to seven minutes. So just literally do some stretching, flexibility. Most of us don't stretch enough in our life. It's amazing how that kind of gets the blood pumping around your body and you just feel more energized. So now suddenly, within 10 minutes of waking up, I've already executed two things, which is often two things more than most people will ever do in a whole day to kind of move their, their health forward or their brain health forward. Um, so after taking Ocean's Life and stretching, I like to try, and I don't do this every day, I like to try and meditate for 10 minutes. Um, studies have shown that we become so much more effective when operating from a place of calmness, if you like. Mm-hmm. And I find personally that my mind, when I'm on meditation, not medication, careful not to get those words confused, is so, is so clear. And a clear mind always takes us to new heights. So again, after, after 20 minutes now, I, I've executed three things. And even if, and we all have days like this where life takes over, we've got errands, we've got the kids, we've got school runs, we've got stuff. Even if then the rest of your day kind of goes haywire and you do not execute as much as you wanted to, having started your day uh, just with these few habits, when you go to bed that day, you do feel, well, at least I committed to these three habits. And there's that great saying, you, you either rule the day or the day rules you. And I find that if you start with these habits, I also... I. I get um, actually I have like an hour and a half ritual. I like to try and read then immediately for yeah. ten minutes. Doesn't matter what it is, whether it's fiction or often it's a business book, often it's a chapter of a book that I'm trying to work through. And then there's something else to do, Kevin, which I'd love to recommend to to listeners mm. uh, of this podcast is Lumosity. Have you heard of Lumosity? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Lumosity is amazing. It's about sixty bucks a year, and it's an online. Uh, essentially brain games. As you can probably tell, I'm really into brain health because I think mental health is where everything starts. And we all battle with, you know, questioning, can we do things? Are we good enough? I don't like this about ourselves. I don't like how I look. We all question that. But do we use those as an excuse not to do something or do we push through despite thinking thoughts like this? And that all comes down to having good mental health. And lumosity... um, is really for brain health, for mental health. It teaches things such as memory retention, problem-solving, vocabulary skills, mental arithmetic, and it tracks your progress over time. And it's, 
it, I feel it's like a workout for your brain. Mm-hmm. Most of us probably go to the gym to exercise, but how many of us really exercise our brain? And simply since doing Lumosity, I've done this for about a year and a half now, I found I can um, speak clearer. You, you might be arguing <laughs> the point against that at the moment. Uh, I find I can uh, execute my words better. I find I can deliver um, language. I can communicate more effectively since kind of working out my brain every day. Mm. So to kind of sum up your your question, I, I would, if I could, I would recommend those listening to The Truth About Marketing now just to, to if you can, take 5, 10, 15 minutes later today, grab a legal pad, sit outside, go away from where you, you normally are, a kind of base if it's in front of your computer, and just think, are there some habits even if I just write them down on this legal pad that I could try and start to commit to maybe you know, in a few days' time, and whether that is simply stretching is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. Don't reach for your phone and scroll through yeah. your, your news feed or your emails immediately. Mm. That, that can wait. Yeah. Could, you, could you then meditate just for 10 minutes? Then suddenly 20 minutes after you've woken up, you will feel more energized that you've broken your normal routine. You're trying something new. That in itself is energizing. It's a very kind of attractive quality. So... That's kind wow. of my, uh, it's my kind of my, my thing about. It. I have other habits that I, I try and do. And as I say, I don't want to sound like I'm like the master. Sure. Uh, uh, you know, I'm probably four or five days a week. I, I do all of my habits, and the other days, yeah. don't. That's great, I Amy. Mean, that's huge insight, and uh, it's interesting because of all the things you mentioned. There's one of the, and first of all, stretching. Uh, it might sound silly to people, but yeah, it makes think, sense. Think about this. We are, humans are the only animal who does not stretch immediately when they wake up. Is that right? Oh yeah, watch any other animal arise from sleep. And the first, watch a cat, a dog, uh, you know, any cat, like lions. Yeah, I mean, I would assume donkeys and giraffes and everything. Yeah, my donkey does. (laughs) That sounds like a euphemism for something, Ah, doesn't it? Stretch my donkey. (laughs) Please stretch my donkey. <laughs> Let's hold that awkward thought for a moment. But uh, yeah, so it, it makes perfect sense that, um, you know, my dog, well, unless she is, you know, springing awake to go bark at something, you know, the first thing she'll do, even if there's food involved, get up, stretch, and then go see what she heard unwrapping so she can try to uh, get some of it. That's interesting that we're the only animal. I didn't even, I didn't yeah. even think of it like that. Yeah, so stretching is huge. And th- I'll tell you, Chris, the one, uh, not to belabor this, the one I haven't been able to get to in, or master or... Let even, me guess. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know why. I think you're going to say meditating. You're exactly right. How right. funny. Exactly. And the reason I thought that is because I still struggle with committing to it. And mm. I struggled for years. And we all hear about it. And also, can I just quickly say, you know, again, full disclosure, I think meditation is a word that is often used. Mm. And it can, you, you can, one can feel as if if you don't do it, you're not quite. I don't know what the word is. You're not quite there. And I think people use it as kind of almost like a weapon at times. Like, well, I meditate every morning. Therefore, mm. if you don't, you, you, you know, you're essentially failing, which, right. of course, is, is not true at all. So uh, I can totally understand that, Kevin. Why do you think that is? That I'll tell you my, my issue with it. My mind races, you know. The, the yeah. minute I try to get quiet and I, I, I'll, I lay in bed and I find that the, it, the to give myself the best chance to achieve something like, you know, um, mental peace, I I, I focus on my breath. So my my lizard brain sort of has something to do, right? And then I'll start with uh, my toes 
and like with each breath, I'll make sure that that part of my body is fully relaxed. And typically, by the time I get up to like my my chest, I'm asleep. You know, well, you are a tall guy, so that might be why. <laughs> it's okay for me. And so I do, and I do every bone, every bone. So there's many in the feet, and you know, no, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> anyway, so for you though, uh, how do you get past that? Like, how, you, what do you gauge as an achievement in meditation as far as a mental state? Well, you can now. I mean, there's, that's a great question. There are many ways of actually tracking meditation. There's a, there's a new tool out called Muse, M-U-S-E, which uh, it's just essentially a headset that you plug in and it tracks your brain waves. I know this sounds like something out of Star Trek or Star Wars. And it gives you a readout on, on your app. I mean, everything's linked to technology now and it shows you how calm your mind is. So that, that's kind of le- a tool, an analytical tool, if you like. But um, for a much more simpler way is I... I think a good way to start meditation, for example, is simply invest in $1.99, those foam ear pads, ear, what they call ear pods that you can buy from you know, CVS or Rite Aid, mm-hmm. just to kind of uh, block out any noise. Light a candle mm-hmm. and just look at the candle with your, essentially your ears blocked and just picture on, just think about your breath. Just say in, out, in, out, looking at the candle. And you will find for maybe a split second that's, that suddenly your mind was, was empty and then you'll find your mind will be crazy busy because you'll be thinking about, gosh, I think I had a moment a few moments ago where I wasn't thinking of anything. Mm-hmm. And all, that's all mm-hmm. we're looking for, just those few moments, those few pockets of, of quietness. And don't worry about if your brain races at a million miles an hour afterwards thinking about errands of the day and life because mm-hmm. it, it, does, it does for all of us. But I would start just lighting a candle, thinking in, out, or breathing in and out and just thinking literally all you're thinking about is in, out, those actual words and uh, you will find that your mind will just be your calm. And well, a weird thing happens. It's like Ma- Malcolm Gladwell talks about in his book, The Tipping Point, that becomes a tipping point where you actually start to miss this if you don't do it. And that takes maybe four weeks or so. Okay. But hmm. it does come to that point where it's like anything where you're thinking, actually, I, it's now not so much of an effort and a challenge. It's not like a pain in the ass that I've got to do this for 10 minutes. It's something that I want to do. Right. But that, that, only, that or, o- only organically comes when this, this tipping point arrives. Fantastic. And I just want you to know, I, I was so enthralled with what you said. I passed up two opportunities to do. That's what she said. Did you? Oh, yeah. wow. You had the in-out thing going. And, I oh, and then yeah. there something else. So. There was a slight beat when I said that, wondering whether you were going <laughs> to slip it in. Uh, so, all right. So, wow, great stuff. I didn't expect to really go down this road, but it, I think it's important. And uh, like you said, no matter where you are in life, whether you're a harried entrepreneur or you're just trying to transition from a job you aren't happy with into a a new venture uh, mindset and taking care of yourself first, really. Do you know what? And and again, I know I know it sounds at times a little trite. I totally get that and yeah. you and i kevin have had many conversations where people may say something similar and we kind of roll our eyes and i right. get that however that said the most important element to any success is not the latest youtube strategy or facebook retargeting campaign it's the internal dialogue that we have running in our minds that we talk to ourselves and we can study the latest marketing strategies for everything from affiliate marketing list building podcasting v-blogging whatever but if we can't control our thoughts if we can't control how we think we're pretty much doomed 
And oh, that that's truth. why mental health is so important. There's a great book, As a Man Thinketh, by James Allen. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's beautiful. It's, such a, uh, it's a small book, can be read in a day. And the central message of As a Man Thinketh is uh, we, let me get this right, it goes, we ourselves are makers of ourselves by the virtue of the thoughts that we choose. And that's really as humans, I guess that's the only difference between us and animals, we can choose our thoughts. And most of the time, our thoughts kind of rule us, but we do have the choice to kind of choose it. And I know we're slightly going down that kind of that, that different, maybe slight marketing tip, but you'll find that those people that are the most successful are not the most talented. They're not the most talented. That's what right. they are quite good at is they've got tenacity and they've got focus. And you can only do that when we start to control our brain. And often you'll find that people that are really successful, whether you like them or not, is irrelevant. Whether they're a nice person or not is irrelevant, but they are good at controlling. Nice. Love it. Great stuff, man. Okay, so now let's get to the, the big question. We're going to dive now into the nitty-gritty of, uh, yes, of marketing here. So um, tell me, Chris, uh, you've been how long in, in business in this internet, internet marketing game now? So 2008 I started. Okay, so you're about a uh, good seven years in. Uh, what is the one thing? that you did in your marketing that produced the most surprising results? Like a lot of things, it, it kind of was an accident, a happy accident, and it was as follows. So the, the, the long story short-ish is that, as I just mentioned, I started online in 2008. Like a lot of people, I wanted to make a, a regular online income. It took me six months before I made anything online, and then I started making um, you know, a decent amount of money, maybe $250 a day, not every day, but it began, it began to make a regular income online mm -hmm. for me. However, one thing that nobody tells you, and I realized this after about nine months, is that if I wanted to continue to make a regular income, I would continually essentially have to sell, which sounds like it's obvious, but mm -hmm. when it's actually laid out, I was thinking, gosh, do I really want to be that sort of person that's right. continually selling to my list? And that was a real, I remember this, it was about November 2008, and I remember it actually quite scaring me, thinking, I don't know if that really resonates with me. And it was at that time that um, I met our friend Ryan Lee. Ryan Lee, good friend of both Kevin and myself, and Ryan had membership sites online. And I just remember looking at um, his membership site as a business model, and it, it, it sounds a bit cliche, but it really was as if, as if that light bulb went off above my head. Because suddenly, for me, having a membership site suddenly made 100% sense. Because here's um, a business model that I could create where I don't have to sell every month, yet it generates me regular and recurring income if somebody becomes a member. And I became like obsessed with membership sites because for me it, it suddenly was as if I discovered the Aladdin's cave of marketing because what amazes me in business is most of the time in business you hear something along the lines of most people saying you know I need more sales I need more customers but you very rarely hear anybody exploring the possibility of allowing existing customers to make repeat purchases and this to me it felt to me is, is where we should be focusing and you probably know these metrics, Kevin, but it's generally regarded six to ten times more expensive to acquire a new customer as it is to nurture an existing customer and allow them to make repeat transactions. Yeah. So I was thinking, why would I continually want to go through all the effort and cost of trying to acquire a new customer time after time after time, whereas there's nothing wrong with a one-time sale? 
what made a lot more sense to me was to create a product where I just make a one-time sale and somebody somebody pays, you know, monthly. And it's interesting how many businesses are, are adapting this into their yeah. business. Amazon recently at their checkout page, you might have noticed, if you buy anything at Amazon, I bought some toilet roll, literally, no, no joke, <laughs> yesterday. I buy all my toiletries now because I'm big into time hacks. I buy everything on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I just went there and at the checkout, it says, you know, do you want this as a one-time payment of seven ninety nine, or do you want a subscription every month of six nine nine? I was thinking, wow, that's so brilliant. You know, they are applying the subscription, the membership um, model. Right. Into, into their business. Yeah. Now, I just want to kind of quickly say there's nothing wrong with a one-time sale. There's nothing wrong with the whole product launch formula, which is huge online. But mm-hmm. things like product launches, personally, personally, I kind of see as, as more of a, um, a bonus, if you like, rather than a business. I think it's also quite telling how many product launches take place online. And yet, as soon as somebody purchases, built into the back end is some sort of continuity. And, and, and the great thing about having a membership site or any continuity program is an extra $1,000 a month, which incidentally is generally regarded by most people, not everybody, by most people as enough to kind of make a little bit of a difference in their life. You know, that might be the mortgage or might help with the mortgage, the car repayments, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. A, thousand, a thousand bucks a month is only 27 people. In your membership site, if it's if it's thirty seven dollars a month, only twenty seven people, mm. and it's very easy to build a list of a few hundred people within um, a few weeks. So now that list are not paying customers, but if you build, let's say, a list of let's say two hundred, you could probably quite easily through well crafted emails convert ten percent of those because they're on your list into paying customers. Then it becomes a metrics game. So. This really changed everything for me. It, it meant I could move away from one tra- one-time transactions. It meant that I had a longer lifetime value. Mm-hmm. So my my kind of my my takeaway would be to to anyone listening to the truth about marketing right now. And if you have a product or a service, and maybe you're swapping your time for money, just explore. Could you create some sort of continuity? product to allow you to deliver that same product and the best continuity product would probably be a membership site so you know there's the one-time payment then there's a recurring income so it's it's like an author you know if you if you're an author imagine somebody buys your book that's a one-time transaction imagine that same person being a member of your membership site about whatever your subject or your book is about that's like the same customer purchasing a book from you every month which is almost unheard of right and and that's why it you know financially it transformed my life it just made my life a bit easier i still ended up creating content but rather than trying to sell it i just populated it into my membership site to make the membership site more attractive for somebody to join so that was my big kind of fantastic that's great chris yeah and you know what it's a couple things i love about this and i and i know and you know i'm uh new to this game about a year into coffee chief now with my membership yes and the the reason I, i think it's so appropriate uh, for both of us, knowing you as I do, is I know my dream was um, uh, I wanted, I said, if I could just wake up every day and dream up a, a new way to inspire people to market themselves and their products better, you know, uh, that would be a dream come true for me. If something, <clears throat> something I read, something I saw on TV, something I saw on the street, just whatever that makes me go, huh, oh, you know, that equates to this and there's a parallel here and I could just turn that into a, a quick video, a lesson, <laughs> something I knew would, would, would give value, right? So because I think when you're a creative person and you feel like you have a lot to share and a lot to teach, 
that's when a membership model is fantastic because like you said, you know, there are people who sort of live on the other side of this and they're really driven by, by sales and data and, and they're, and they're, yep. they're in the hustle, like they say all the time. And, and, you know, that's okay for them. But I think for guys like us, like you say, it's not that selling is uncomfortable. It's just that not what we want to wake up and do every day. We don't want to constantly be asking people to, to, to buy. We'd, we'd rather, you know, concentrate those energies through certain times of the year and then have a thriving community where we can just wake up and, and dream of new ways to inspire the people who have already bought from us. I couldn't agree with you more. And I can totally, I mean, I've seen you do this countless times, but I, I can totally see how if, if something caught your um, attention, I can see how the very first thing that you would think is, wow, I'd love to share this with Inside Copy Chief. Right. Or how could I adapt this? And that kind of, you know, that organic excitement you can't you can't fake that right you know and i don't think you and i and again this isn't a judgment call we don't have that same passion for continuing making regular sales all the time again there's, there's neither right nor wrong but i would much rather um serve those that are in my membership site with some cool thing or, or even just you know an ask chris q and a or just a, yeah. a fun uh, spontaneous unplanned what, whatever get together just right. because we can just yeah. because we can, yeah. and isn't that that unpredictability, that excitement of, of life? That's kind of um, that's kind of just exciting in itself. It really so, is. So yeah, I, I agree with you completely. You know, that's that's something else you do that I love, Chris. Uh, is you will literally announce, hey, you know what? I'm going to be at this coffee shop at noon. If you happen to be in Los Angeles yeah. or wherever you are when you travel. Come meet me and let's have coffee. <laughs> it, most people think of like, you know, gurus or whatever as these, you know, celebrities with sunglasses and, and the big hats. And, you know, looking, I, I only do it to get free coffee. <laughs> you know, so that's the only reason. But, uh, but you're absolutely right. We live in this, you know, this socially connected world now and things like that. And again, this might not be for everybody. Somebody might be listening to this thinking, oh, I, I wouldn't want to do that at all. And right. but that's, that's fine. But we have this opportunity to, yeah. to connect and people, people, you know, bond with, with people. And I, I personally love, it's like when you make your comedic videos, I, I connect with you just because I think this guy's just a real guy. And that's kind of what I think marketing should be about really. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. No, I love it. And, you know, there's sort of a trend right now of people I feel like maybe forcing this idea of like removing the mask and being real and transparent a little bit. But I think that's okay. I'd rather see that than people trying to be more and more fake. There's, there's nothing worse than somebody talking at you instead of talking to you. Um, so, yeah, I think what Chris is saying here is talk to people. Like come, you know, come from the heart, come from the soul. And if you genuinely have something of value to offer, then make it known. That's not selling, that's sharing. And the right people will take you up on the offer to, to get more of the good stuff. So that's absolutely fascinating you say that. It's like if you make um, a sales message, often most sales messages are talking at people. Yet if you spoke to the, the person that had created that product and you sat with them over a coffee and asked them just essentially to explain you know, what the product was, their natural enthusiasm would just come through conversationally. Mm. And that's sort of what you want to capture, that, that talking, talking to, as, as you say. Right. Fantastic. Chris, I really uh, appreciate your time. You know, I want to respect it. And so I'm going to wrap up here. I just want to quickly recap some of the things you said. Uh, stretch in the morning. <laughs> Meditate. <laughs> Lumosity is a fantastic app. 
Uh, you reminded me to get back to Lamosity. I really enjoyed it, and I got away from it somehow. My favorite quote, a, a few great ones, but a clear mind takes us to new heights. It's beautiful. And, you know, you've got to wake up and rule the day so it doesn't rule you. And remember the book, As a Man Thinketh, by, um, tell me the author. James Allen. James Allen. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Beautiful uh, little book. It can be read in a day. It's like 40 pages or yeah, something. I heard about it from, you know who Earl Nightingale is? Yeah. I d- is he? Now, I'm going to show my ignorance here. Is he still alive or I, not? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he I is. I don't is think he, he is. Did he do the secret? Some, some, yeah. Some... Well, his famous one that I heard first was uh, The Acres of Diamonds. Gosh, and just I, the title is beautiful. Oh, it's incredible. And, you know, he had that deep voice. He was a, a classic, yeah. you know, announcer. And uh, he would do these sort of like, you know, mind-expanding, uh, you know, shorts, uh, you know, sort of rants. And he talked a lot about um, uh, As a Man Thinketh, and that's how I got turned on wow. to that book. Wow, wow, but, wow. But uh, anyway, so great stuff. Again, Chris Farrell membership. If you... And you don't have to be brand new to this business to, to make uh, it apply. There's all kinds of things in there. Uh, you know, if you need to understand better about, you know, web hosting, how to build pages, how to make videos, all that stuff is inside Chris Farrell membership. You won't believe the price. Uh, <laughs> uh, I still can't believe the price. Um, and, you know, Chris, as you've heard today, is a guy who cares deeply about the people he serves and uh, you will be over delivered to. And overwhelmed with the with the value inside a Chris Farrell membership. So unless they're from England, we have a strict anti English. <laughs> Only joke. hooligans, no hooligans. Exactly. Uh, all right, buddy. Thanks so much for doing this. Uh, my love for you is 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 limitless. Kev, you're a super guy, and I hope we uh, hope we see each other soon. Kevin and I met, met many times at dinners and events and hung out. So look forward to the next next adventure, Mister Rogers. Likewise, we'll talk soon, pal. See you on Voxer. Thank you, friend. Thank you, sir. All right, bye bye. That felt good. I think that was a really good show. Yeah, I dug it. Hey, if you want the show notes and the links we mentioned, uh, head over to copychief.com forward slash T-A-M. That's copychief.com forward slash T-A-M. And it's all waiting for you right there. If you're interested in getting uh, coaching from me on business, on copywriting, plus access to all the amazing trainings like the Fast Wins copy course and the 60-second sales hook, plus the community. That's the real golden ticket, the community of like-minded, helpful, cool business owners and uh, professional copywriters. You should come on the inside of Copy Chief. You can get the best deal. Shh, it's our secret copychief.com forward slash special. I'll watch for you inside.